Remember, the moment that you accept total responsibility for everything in your life is the moment you claim the power to change anything in your life. Hal Elrod. Hey friends, welcome back. I hope that you and your family have had a great holiday season. As we finish up this year, I want to share an impactful and very replicable process that I do at the end of the year to reflect and to prepare myself for a new year. It's a new year, but it's really the same you. It's the same me. And while many will jump straight to making resolutions for the new year, let's not miss out on an important opportunity to learn lessons from the past year. The first step, all you have to do is grab a laptop, grab a notebook, get your phone, and then second, grab some time and some space. All you need is an hour, and this process can be done any time of year, although the new year is a really natural time to do reflection. Third, go through your phone, and using the photographs and the videos on your phone to help you remember the year, reflect, think, investigate, These images that you see on your phone, they trigger emotions. And these emotions trigger our ability to be inspired. All you have to do is set aside 30 minutes and just start going through your photographs from this time last year all the way up until now. And as you're doing this, jot down some notes about the photographs and the memories, good or bad. Anything that stands out to you as you do this. I'll give you a little warning though. When I did this just a few days ago, it took me on an emotional roller coaster. Now, I'm a crier, so maybe you won't cry, but I cried. I cried seeing these memories that I had with my daughter at SeaWorld. I cried seeing my daughter bust out her brand new pink scooter this time last year after Christmas and just started to ride it when now she rides it like a pro. I laughed seeing these silly, stupid videos that I would make for my wife and my daughter after working out. I felt stress when I looked back at this crazy year that my wife and I had where she was traveling for work and I was at a busy job. I felt gratitude thinking about all the family and friends that helped us and supported us throughout the year. I felt inspired by certain memories that I had. I even felt discouraged by some of the other memories I had. Do this for 30 minutes and pay attention to the emotions that you feel. After you've done this, write down your top three sustains, and your top three improves from the year. You can do more, but I think three and three is a great starting point. In the Army, we use this term sustains and improves when we reflect on a mission or a training exercise. It's pretty obvious, but a sustain are those things that that went well for you this year that you want to make sure you replicate in the new year. And improves, those are those things that you want to do differently. So as you do this, make a commitment to being completely honest with yourself during this time of reflection. For some reason, often the hardest person to be honest with is yourself. One year, for example, my annual reflection revealed that I was spending too much time on Netflix. I loved to binge watch a show. And then when that show was done, I wanted to binge watch another show. And it, it was fun. It was relaxing. I felt like this was a perfect thing for me to do at the end of the day. 
But when I sat down and I did an honest look in the mirror, it, it revealed to at least for me, there's nothing wrong with Netflix, but at least for me, I wasn't happy with the amount of time I was spending on Netflix. And so doing an honest look at my life revealed to me I had to make a change. Or maybe you spent too much money last year. Maybe you've racked up too much credit card debt. Maybe you don't love, like me, the number you see on the scale when you look at it. But you have to be honest if you ever want to make a change. For example, my, my top sustains from this year, I'll just give you an example to help illustrate this. My top three were, number one, I scheduled vacation time and time off well in advance. This is something in the past I was terrible at. I would wait to the last minute, and then I never really took time off, or when I did, it was haphazard. It wasn't well planned. But this year, I did that differently. So I, I wanted to take time to celebrate that so that I'd do it again next year. Number two is I got up early this year. I was great about being consistent with getting up early and that allowed me the time and the space to do some of those things that were often hard to do in years past. Number three, I was able to overcome some of my fears and pursue some of these dreams and passions that I've been wanting to do. Often in the past, I would have these ideas or these things I wanted to do, but I delayed, delayed, delayed. I let fear get the best of me. And this year, at least in a few occasions, I was able to overcome those fears. So I want to take stock of that, celebrate that, so that I continue to bring that into the new year. And then my top three improves from this past year. Number one, I need to be more teachable. I need to be more coachable. I'm often someone who will tell people that I want feedback, but I'm not the best at getting it. And I want to be better at that. Number two, I was inconsistent with my diet and my exercise. There were about probably four or five months from this past year where I was really good. I was consistent with my eating. I ate healthy. I was doing this intermittent fasting thing that really helped me. I was working out consistently. But probably for the rest of the year, you know, six, seven months, I didn't do very well. And I need to be honest about that because I hope to make improvements on that in the new year. And then number three, I was not very spiritually disciplined. And this is super important to me. I need to be better at praying. I need to be better at meditating. I need to be better about reading the Bible because that's just fundamental to my relationship with God. So those are my top three and three. My top sustains, my top improved. Next, after you've listed out these top, top three and three, the next crucial step is to ask yourself why. Why are these your top three? By asking this question, it helps you discover your values. It helps you also get motivation so that you can identify the why so you can bring that into the new year. To illustrate this point, let me just give you a couple of my whys. I'm not going to bore you with all of my, my whys for my sustains and improves. But for example, my why for wanting to continue to get up early is that it allowed me to accomplish so much more, but it didn't have an impact on my family time. I was able to get up every day, every weekday, for the most part. I mean, there were many days where I probably didn't do this, but there were most days. I got up at 4.45. I drug myself out of bed. I got in the car. I drove to Starbucks. I was there by 5 a.m. People looked at me like I was crazy. And that gave me an hour and a half to two hours, most weekday mornings, where I could do things that I really wanted to do, but my work life and my family life wouldn't allow me to do that if I didn't get up early. So that was my why. More time the ability to, to make progress in those areas. Another why, my why for wanting to be more teachable is that I know I have to be more teachable for people to give me constructive criticism. It helps me overcome my blind spots and ultimately it's gonna help me grow. 
I'm someone who will say all day long, hey, give me, give me feedback, give me feedback. I've even told you guys, please give me feedback. But often when people start to do that because it hurts, because I don't want to hear it, I don't, I don't have the best disposition towards them and I just need to, I need to do better at that. I've been inspired by people like billionaire investor Ray Dalio, Wharton professor Adam Grant. These guys are great at creating an environment of fundamental just honesty and transparency. And those people have inspired me to try to do better about that in the new year. So you can do this. This is impactful. It's replicable now. You can do it in an hour or less. And the ROI, the return on investment, is just incredible. As John Maxwell says, reflection, it turns experiences into insight. Reflection helps you bring these insights into the new year. You've heard it said that insanity, I think it was Albert Einstein said this, that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And this simple process that I just explained helps us avoid repeating the past, expecting a different result. So grab a laptop, a notebook, and your phone. Set aside an hour. Find a place you can reflect. I recommend somewhere new because there's something about a change of environment that leads to a change of perspective. Look through your photos, your videos, your calendar, your journal. Do that for 30 minutes. Let it trigger those emotions. Write down your top three sustains, your top three improves, and ask yourself why and let this guide you as you set goals for the new year. Maybe there's a discipline or habit that you want to start in the new year. Maybe there's a relationship that you want to start or a relationship that you need to stop. Maybe there's a risk that you need to take or an endeavor that you need to begin. Or maybe there's something that you need to stop doing in the new year. Don't miss out on this opportunity to learn from experience. However, in life, at the end of the day, you don't always need a plan. You just need to do it. I wish you a wonderful new year. Let's make this year our best yet. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. It means more than you know. I'll see you in 2020. Life is short. Let's make it count. Mm-hmm.